come back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back To that same old place that you laughed about Well, the names have all changed since you hung around But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd lead to rub this in his face. He's been telling us this for over 10 years about Dallas. No, it's the Bills. Buffalo all the way this time. Three times. The third time is a charm. Dallas is going down, Gary. Only Buffalo is going to win it. Dallas is going down. Okay, Pats fans, back at it again. It is the 5th of October. This is episode 10, and that is one of my favorite YouTube clips of all time. Unfortunately, um, the Bills are victorious, and that doesn't make me as happy as usual. Uh, if you search on YouTube for, I forget what it is, Fat Roaring Man That Loves the Buffalo Bills. I don't know, but he's the greatest guy of all time, and uh, I wish he was a Patriots fan, because I'll tell you what, we had Bills Mafia all over us all around us at fucking tailgate this week and they were they they came to party and the patriots fans had absolutely zero energy the entire game the entire time really i i i usually we leave it's one o'clock games we'll leave uh i don't know maybe nine nine thirty latest so this this week we got a late start nine thirty Frankie's wife's making nachos or whatever, some type of dip. You'll hear more about that later in the in the uh, tailgate podcast. But we get a little bit of a late start, but we fucking zip right in. I swear to God, it's usually an hour and a half minimum with traffic. We were there in probably 40 minutes, didn't even stop in traffic. We zipped in. The parking lot was full somehow. It was like magic. I don't know what happened. We, we show up, go in the back gate, end up in our spot. We're grilling. There's not a, you can't even hear a sound in the stadium. It was it was it was just terrible. It was really nobody there that wanted to be excited for the game. I th- I feel like everyone was all cheered out from the uh, the first three games where they didn't think they were gonna win three of them. So they were just like, eh, what are we gonna do here? Are we really gonna win all four? I I don't know what they were thinking, but I was very sick of this game. I I, I had no energy. I was I would I'll be I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. Section 204 was dead this this week. I was not bringing it. I tried to bring it. I had no energy. Couldn't do it. Nobody else was bringing it, and it was just it wasn't up to my standards. It wasn't up to 204 standards, to be honest. Um, but Rex was killing us out there. I mean, Jacoby Brissett isn't going to beat a Rex Ryan defense that's constantly um, disguising the coverages and disguising their blitzes. It wasn't going to work. So. I had a bad feeling about this game going in. Everyone was all jacked up because of the other three wins, but, I mean, it was really a farce. I mean, you got Jacoby Brissett in a primetime game. You know, he's probably psyched for that game. The Texans had a short week. The Patriots had a short week. Uh, Brissett came out with his best game. He's got a hurt thumb. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, so, I'd be, I, a few things I didn't understand with this game was the cornerback cushions. 
okay, they don't have Sammy Watkins playing in the game. Who else do they have? They have no other wide receivers. They had Greg Salas, Patriot legend, uh, and and Sammy Watkins, who would be on the outside. Instead, they bring in these other guys, track stars, Marquise Goodwin, Robert Woods, who's decent, but they're playing on the outside. And the, and the Patriots, where everyone knows they're supposed to be in there stopping the run the whole game, but for some reason they were opening up in 10, 12-yard cushions with our man-to-man cornerbacks. I, Butler and Logan Ryan do not excel in zone coverage. I mean, I guess you could say Butler's the best at it, but he's n- I mean, it's not like he's Darrell Rivas where he understands everything. He's he's got to understand this these are man-to-man corners. The zone was getting picked apart by Tyrod Taylor. There were so many situations where it was third and long or or first and 10 and they're on 12-yard cushions and then they're just running these dinky slant patterns. I was reading the whole week about after the game about how the the Bills don't really run slant patterns. Well, after the first fucking couple series, you think they're going to start running them? Because they ran them on every single play. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is just picking them apart, and you see it every time. And then I didn't understand why they were doing that with the f- third downs and just – what was it? There was a uh, – I'm remembering one play where it was like maybe – I want to say it was like third and 12, and I could see it. Uh, they were on the far side of the field, and Malcolm Butler – bless his heart, is, is, is at the, um, he's two yards behind the first down marker at the start of the play. And Robert Woods just runs straight up to him and then does a little, like a turnaround, it's like a hitch, and the ball hits him in the chest and he gets a first down. I said, what the fuck was that? I didn't even understand what defense they were running. I mean, they're trying to stay in the game. They've got to help the quarterback, right? So they should have been selling out to win this game. I don't understand. The defense should have been, they got Hightower back. The defense should have been blitzing the A-gap constantly. They, the problem was they couldn't stop the run. The number one goal of that week was to stop LaShawn McCoy and don't let Tyrod Taylor go outside. So what was happening was they were just keeping the, 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 the pocket, right, so they're not letting him get outside, but they're just letting him sit there. So he was just Tyrod just sitting in the pocket like it was – I could have went down there and made f- first down throws. No pass rush whatsoever. I don't know how that, that was happening. I mean, they had zero pass rush. Um, it was obvious the team wanted to stop the run first and the deep pass, but they couldn't stop LaShawn McCoy. He was fucking zippity doo, zoop, zippity, zippity doo, da, zippity, fucking uh, doing the uh, Charleston all over the Patriots uh, defense. Fucking high stepping all over the sidelines. Uh, his touchdown, the first, the first touchdown of the game, they just threw the ball out to him in the flats. The most obvious thing they had, they ran the um, what looked like a, a bootleg, so he runs out to the boot, and Lashawn McCoy just goes out in front of him, and nobody's there. The number one guy you want to stop on the defense, as a defense, and you, nobody covers him on on a goal line play. I, I I didn't understand what Patricia was doing. This was a bad game, a poorly coached game, a poorly executed game all around. The only saving grace is the king is back. Finally, coming into Cleveland with his head on fire, ready to throw minimum four touchdowns this week. Um, I just hated the, the amount of energy in the stadium. I, it, was, it was brought to my attention by Bill's Mafia, who came to tailgate with us. We found them s- standing alone. I guess that's just what they do. So they're First of all, I had a couple issues. Number one, they were drinking Michelob Ultra, and that's a no-go in my book as a man. 
I mean, I, you can't do that, especially at a, at a tailgate. What are you going to do? You're going to just sit there and drink 30 of them? There's 1% alcohol in the Michelob Ultra. They're not watching their figures. They were slobs. Uh, of course, they were wearing Zubas. A couple of them came over to the tailgate, which you'll hear. Uh, and they were, they were good guys. Um, there was a couple of fat bitches that we were with that had loudmouths. Uh, Western New York loudmouths with the, we're the Bills. Let's go Bills. Let's go Bills. We'll get ourselves some wings. Just fat. I wanted to stuff a fucking half a turkey breast down her fat face. Very annoying. And I hate her. And I, I will remember the, her face. She was talking about, I, I remember just her yelling the whole, the beginning of the tailgate. Yeah, this is how we tailgate in Buffalo. Take some notes. Nobody wants to be from Buffalo. Nobody cares how you tailgate in Buffalo. You know why you tailgate like that in Buffalo? Because you got nothing else to do. You can't watch the Bills win, so you go and get fucked up outside, and then some fat girl gets her ass eaten. I've seen photos. And they take shits on cars and jump through fucking tables. Good for you. Fucking ECW. That's how young kids were getting killed, if you've seen 2020, with backyard wrestling. Uh, well, it was just a travesty. I mean... They were, they were uh, had the offense was behind the eight ball already going down uh, thirteen nothing. Jacoby Brissett couldn't throw, um, so the, all they, the Bills had to do was pin their ears back and stop Legarrette Blunt. And you know, God bless his heart. I mean, he, he when he came out there and he, he ran his his best. I mean, the only one that's really been impressing me on this offense was um, Marty Bennett. He's he's fucking looking like Gronkowski out there. Uh, and once Gronkowski comes back. If his dad lets him play, um, this, they're going to be a force. And I, of course, I think it's going to happen this week when Tom plays. And uh, listen, I don't want to be that guy that throws puns out there, but I think that they really hamstrung Jacoby Brissett by not letting Gronk go 100% on at least game four last week. You like how I did that? A hudla, hudla, hudla. Um, it wasn't helping. Gronk should be running seam routes, not running one out pattern during an entire game. He ran one out pattern, caught the pass, never ran the same seams once. I mean, this reminded me of Miami last year. We're, we're down in Miami and, you know, had to win the game. This was not that scenario, but they had, they could have won this game, didn't want it bad enough. So I think this was a, another game where Belichick was just like, keep the starters healthy, keep everyone we want healthy, and just get to Tom Brady. That's all we have to do, get to Tom Brady, get to Tom Brady. The thing that aggravated me the most about this game was the, te- the, the units that usually win the biggest for the Patriots, it's usually never even considered uh, close. It's always a clear victory for the Patriots is the special teams. This week was a disaster uh, from the start. I saw a tweet from Rich Hill of Pat's Pulpit on SB Nation where he said that the Patriots already have 12 muff kicks this year. 12. It's been four games. That's four a game. They've muffed a kick. Now, I don't know what's considered a muff. Uh, Definitely those fumbles. I mean, Cyrus Jones has to be seven of those. And I'm getting really frustrated with them. Um, But 12 muffs? That's more than they've had in full seasons the last in the last like five years. They've had less muffs than that, and we're talking about a guy who was drafted to be what your third corner, 
maybe take over for Logan Ryan. He's not doing that successfully, but yet they're putting him back on kickoffs and punts, and he's fucking it up every single time. It's driving me nuts. I want to like the kid. I mean, he's your high draft pick. He's from Alabama, so you know he's, he's got some type of football smarts, but there was absolutely no excuse for that first kickoff of the game, which completely set the tone of idiocy on that special teams unit that he runs out, stops, so he's five yards deep, everyone in the stadium's yelling, and he runs four yards, finally sees Slater say, what the fuck are you doing? And uh, all of a sudden, you know, he tries to stop, looks down to Neil, realizes his fucking right foot is over the goal line, he's like, fuck, now I gotta run out. Goes four yards and gets obliterated by by the Bills. Then he fumbled another one later, luckily got it back himself, but it's, get, it's getting hard to watch. And the reason you draft, you draft him is so that fucking Amendola and Edelman don't have to go back there and get fucking Buffalo Bill helmet stickers stuck on their chest plate. But Cyrus really has to start doing what he was brought here to do. I don't know if somebody's in his head, because I see him yelling at people on Twitter constantly. He fucking must, must search his name every single day and look for the guy that's just hating on him, because it's getting... He, he, he's responding to haters on Twitter constantly, but... It doesn't work. You can't, you can't respond to them if you're not performing. Give me something. Make one play. Literally all you have to do on a kick return or a punt return is catch it. That's the one thing you have to do. You, no one wants, you don't have to run it back. You don't have to score touchdowns constantly. Just catch the ball. That's it. Number one. If you were drafted to do it, just catch it. I've seen Vince Wilfork can t- catch punts. He can do it. He wasn't drafted to do it. <sighs> just frustrating. So anyway, let's kick it off, and we'll go right into podcast. Uh, sorry, podcast. We'll go into tailgate uh, number one, where some Bills Mafia joins us, and uh, you know we we break down the food and all the shit we did this week. But um, I'll see you on the on the other side. All right, we're here. Malcolm, go at the tailgate. Patriots, Bills. Uh, what day is it? The second of October. First of October. Now, second of October. Bill's Mafia is in the house. Uh, Frankie ba- uh, is with me today. Back at it again. Uh, so, we usually do this thing where we have three tickets. Me and Frankie go every single week. It's going to come from the jump. So, we usually sp- we split the third ticket between uh, between ourselves. The uh, Another guy, Mike, comes with us, and he comes to two games with us, and then we go to the playoffs together. The- and then the other games, Frankie will bring a guest, I'll bring a guest. Uh, so Frankie today brought his Snuggle Bunny. We're doing some, we're, Frank, he usually, it's usually Snuggle Bunnies are reserved for only preseason games. Uh, but Frankie brings his fiance today. She's Snuggle Bunnied in. Uh, obviously she's cooking because that's, that's right off the bat we're going to get that. We're not, we're not going to do a cook, um, cook game. We should play a game, but realize that Katie's cooking. Frankie's all snuggled up. After last week, he was talking Vince down about being a white knight. Uh, I don't think that that helps anybody. Should we get Bill's Mafia on the pod? They're drinking. Bill's Mafia is right across the street from us, or right across the alley from us. But they are drinking Michelob Ultra. I don't know how that goes, but they're in Buffalo, New York. Hmm? Not a good scene for Bill's Mafia. If you're drinking Michelob, I should be drinking Molson Ice. 
Uh, Katie's got to go pee. She's got to go find the porta potty. As long as she comes back with a spatula, I don't care. We got new news. Is Jacoby's going to start today? Jimmy G inactive. Uh, incredible development here. As um, now we're going to have to start Jacoby and his injured thumb for the second straight game against Rex Ryan's defense. I want to say soft. S A W F T. Soft. You look like it. After one week, I think so too. Cortisone, Toradol, or something they call it. Toradol. He's do what you ever want. There's a guy that just walked by with a uh, Adidas sweatpants on, like he's at a Tallahassee strip club. <laughs> Full on rod. Zubaz. Bill's Mafia is known for their Zubas. I, don't, I haven't seen any Zubas today. I have Zubas at home, Patriot style. Oh, we're going to just throw out any name. So how do, I know if a Bill's fan. Do I know Bill's fans? One, Doug Crescenzi of Baldwinsville, New York, and his wife, Kath. They're the only two. Nobody circles the wagon like Doug Crescenzi. The world's worst fantasy player. And he'll, he's convinced that he's the greatest. Um, so, what do we bring for food today? Makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. It's probably overdone. Loose. I got the... Uh, I don't love that you made your own barbecue sauce. You like to... We have family down in South Carolina, and... Uh, he t he's from Arkansas, and Frankie has taken to him like a, 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 bur a bead of honey. He talks to him constantly and has to take his southern values and bring it up north, so now he makes his own barbecue sauce. Makes no sense. Malcolm Go is blowing up right now. Everyone is staring again. Everybody wants a, everybody wants a piece. Said we got Katie. Oh, she's not even cooking yet. All right, Katie. Mary... Fuck kill. Frank's gonna get gel. Hi. This is a fucking tailgate. You gotta be coming in here full steam ahead. It is an electric factory. Wow. Let the boys play. I think that's fairly easy at this point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Bob Kraft from the jump for what he. From Tommy. I uh. No, I I fuck fuck Tom. Stay with him for a few you know a few years, fifteen, twenty years, and then and then you and then you and then you're marrying Bill Belichick in his in his mind. We are. You're marrying him for his mind. Now I'm gonna marry. You're gonna, what? Now I want you to do a, a a marry fuck kill. Actually, you know what? 
I want to do, is this a collegiate football player or a Lord of the Rings character? <laughs> His name, the name is Aquaminius St. Brown. Aquaminius St. Brown. Football player, Notre Dame wide receiver. Bill's Mafia is full effect right now. I don't know if they're making fun of us. Are those Ewings? Look at the pumps. Bill's Mafia, they're making fun of us or something. I don't know. If they want to come, they can come. He's wearing, he's wearing 80s pumps. He can jump so high. They're light green. Uh, they probably they drove down from Buffalo today. An eight, nine-hour drive. I don't want to play a game anymore. I want to talk about the game today we have at hand. Does Rex Ryan get fired if Jacoby beats him again? Or wins again? Well, I think he's probably there's probably more talent in college than they have in the NFL coach wise. I he's I don't know why he's fucking lame. They're gonna bring up Dino Babers from the Cuse. They basically got rid of Jim Harbaugh and they got Nick Saban out. Jim Harbaugh should be still in the NFL. Who's better than him in the league right now? Nobody, but now he's got the big job down in Michigan getting big bucks. That's big money. Big win over Wisconsin yesterday. Nah, why? What's the point? That's his alma mater. He's got a s sick ass team. He can recruit. I'm a little bit worried about why this grill hasn't started yet. People are getting nervous. The crowd is getting restless. The grill has not started. Come on, fire it up. We got pulled pork. We got cowboy burgers. She's not gonna be able to figure this out. That doesn't work. You got to use the lighter. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen today. Why? Because I think that the Patriots know what they have to do with it, which is stop the run. Katie can't even figure out the fireplace later. It's on! I see it! Uh, she's going to light this fucking grill and it's going to light the whole tent on fire. Yes, Katie, show them. Yeah, we definitely have to take a look at the game because right now, LaShawn McCoy is not going to be able to get out the outside. I'm already telling you from right now, Jimmy, Dante Hightower, active. He, I don't know, has he? He's, it, so what? They have one thing to do, which is they can only run the ball, and that's one thing they have to, the Patriots have to stop. Hightower is playing. The Mandingo. Barkeet. We all remember. Everybody remembers. So, look, you got Jamie Collins, Dante Hightower, all playing. The whole – who isn't a big Jamie guy? That's my next jersey, by the way. We should discuss it at, at length. Um, so, now you get Jacoby. He's going to come in there against a Rex Ryan defense, which makes me nervous. I don't think – he's got a good D. He's a Patriot. He's a pa He's a Patriot Super Bowl champion. I think four. 
four total. 16. I want to say it's about 16 games. I think he's won four. I don't know, but he'll go anywhere. He, he, he you got to give it to him. The man has he's got a high high self esteem, and he really thinks he's got to go after the boss. He's oh, Paul Heyman. He does. He kind of does look like Paul Heyman slash uh, Paul Bearer at once. Here's the Zubas. Finally, we got some Zubas. Zuba, Zuba, Zuba. Bills Mafia is in heavy. Uh, we should get the Bills. Uh, Katie, grab one of them. Grab the guy in the Zubas. The one in the Zubas. I'm burping. What's he drinking? It's a Gansett. The boy's got Gansett. I'm going to interview him. Hello. Now Katie's going over there to a bunch of 20 guys. Or STD. A Western New York STD. Why? Somebody could get on here. I want Bill's Mafia's perspective. What is going on? What? Why can't she pull this off in one question? Can you pull it off in one question? Somebody. All right, Bill's Mafia and pumps. The hot seat. Hello, what's your name? Willow. Willow. What's that? Is that a, a foreign name? Uh, uh, that's your nickname. Did you guys all come down? You guys ran down about 20 deep. This guy here? What's up? What? That's badass. You guys are all from Buffalo? Do you know where Baldwinsville, New York is? Yes, it is. Okay, is it a shithole? What? You can talk on that on if you want. Is it... The worst town you've ever been to or seen? Yes. 100%. What is Baldwinsville? Exactly. Yeah. Ah. That's right. No. I'm from Boston, but I went to Syracuse. Uh, was he? Was his name Doug Crescenzi? Keith right, McComb. The big question is: Do you guys really fucking do, think that do, the Bills is there a chance the, the Bills win today? Are you on Venmo? <laughs> you on Venmo? Let no. me give you my. Oh, hit me up on Venmo. Your payment? Yeah, it's an actual bet. We just shook hands. Fifty cents. That's true. We got fifty cents on the. <laughs> You're on. We 50, did, <laughs> fifty cent. The, we did just make the bets are getting bet. live. We're throwing Buffalo money around like it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, does Rex Ryan Rex Ryan loses today? Is he fired? Oh no! It's turning into a fucking Bills fest. That's Buffalo is getting wild here. <laughs> you guys love Barstool? All right, I love that. Getting, get after it. <laughs> because, no, because... All right. Rex has been around for a while. Because he, uh, he's, he's a fucking blowhard. He, he talks so much goddamn shit every time he comes to New England. <laughs> and then he loses. <laughs> Go Bills. Can we put one of you through a, a folding table? <laughs> That's yeah. our wager. Instead of the 50 cents, like... Yeah, we can. Bill, either a Patriots fan or a Bills I need fan you to the fucking folding bring table. The, we need you to bring the folding table and also... 
you need to supply the folding table and the person that goes through the folding table. I like that move. Oh, really? That's fine then. I'll, I'll, we'll is, take their table. Now, do you guys go to Bills games a lot at home? Season oh, tickets. Cool, cool, cool. Is Bills Mafia as crazy as it looks? Uh, there's so 80% of Bills Mafia is not like as mild as this. This is real quiet. Like people are at least like. Oh this. really? Yeah, I think we have kind of like lame fans on. It's calm. It's calmed down over the last 20 years. People who are going through like tables and doing like crazy. That's like maybe three percent, two percent. Right. Uh, that's yeah. not what you want to hear. Yeah. I wanted that to be about 90 percent. But here, there's zero percent. <laughs> Is it right? Yeah. You guys are high fiving. I saw the shotguns going, yeah. and I was interested. I'll be honest. Do you have a funnel? That's aggressive. No, I couldn't tell. <laughs> Uber to the game. That's aggressive. Oh, what a mistake. There's a hotel here. Also a train. Yeah. Are you just roaming? You're not with those guys? These guys like Tyrod Taylor? I agree. Huh? Oh, okay. JP Lossman. These He's people. Not the quarterback right now. If we're podcasting, everyone's going to be on mic, for Christ's sakes. This, so Sammy this is your first rodeo. Sammy Watkins. Does people hate him? He does not. I, well, I hear he doesn't player. like Buffalo. Is he your best receiver? A lot yeah. of overrated. Sure did. Yeah. Isn't that why Doug Marone quit on him? Quit on the team. He didn't like the uh, he didn't like the GM because of that that deal. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. What? Yeah, it doesn't matter. He was the Q's head coach for a while, killing it. He did do good in Q's. Q's looked halfway decent through a half with Notre Dame yesterday and fucking got blown out afterwards. Typical. Typical Q's. So, what are your score predictions today? And if you say the Bills are going to 76 nothing. Beth, Buffalo does not win in Gillette Stadium. realistic fucking view. What is it, six and a half? Yeah, after they had, after they had, after Jacoby Brissett <laughs> gets announced as starter, that thing had a plummet. Along. <laughs> it's Brissett. It's not Garoppolo. They should have teased that. This is how you talk to every Bills fan. Every that's uh, every single time you talk to a Bills fan. No, look, game, it, no, so. all we're gonna do is get like four or five fumbles and then two interceptions. <laughs> we run back a punt. We're definitely in this game. This is gonna be easy. No, this is gonna no, be a. We this like is gonna be points, like a like, a, like normal. It's yeah. gonna be like a 17-14 game. I think maybe a Gostowski field goal 14, wins it. I think that's a little light. That is a pretty safe bet, especially if you tease it. If you yeah. tease, tease the I don't know, pats up to thirteen. I, like, I, I said twenty-seven, thirteen, and all of a sudden we're uh, we're, we're winning twenty-seven, nothing. Yeah, well. So I, I you never no know idea. what you're gonna get. You don't but know I what just, you're gonna get with this kid, Brissett. He's, he's playing, playing today. today. Yeah. 
He's limited, yeah. <laughs> he better play this week. You guys don't want Gronk to play this week. Hold on, we're getting cans over here. Yeah, he did, yeah. Hello, what are, you, what are you canning for? Our softball team is trying to raise money to do tournaments throughout the winter and summer. What? Oh man! And are, are you the cleanup hitter? Came in on the podcast, uh, and now no, I get to give I am a dollar. The third hitter. <laughs> third hitter. That's not a bad spot. You know, they usually put the best hitter at third, so that he's protected by the um, by the cleanup hitter. Question, comment. She's got nothing. nothing. Thanks a lot. Anyways, you know what I got for you is one crispy George Washington. Dollar Rooney. Thank you. The Central Mass Thunder. What town are you out of? Uxbridge. Uxbridge. All right, my friend was just at a wedding there. Okay. Question, wow. comment. Question, comment. Are you guys serious competitors? You guys yes. Good this year? You yes. This year, right? Yes. So like to hear. Who do you guys play against? Oh. Uh, what our I rival is called the this. Hurricanes. Yeah. And Storm. Go Hurricanes. All right. Cheers. I already gave my dollar. Now I regret. It. I was on a team. Uh, we played like U10, U10 soccer all the time, and they had like uh, teams like the Thunder and the Hurricane. Yeah. How's that? Anyways, this podcast is... Who's going to win today? This is the, issue the Pats. A girl. Love it. Uh, Go squad. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good luck this year. Number seven. What's the issue? Can you please... <laughs> the mic. Does everybody in Buffalo think they make the best buffalo wings? Also, like a, in Buffalo, no, really. Is why? is Michelob Ultra always the beer of choice of Buffaloans? Oh, wait a second. Hold on, we haven't called him out on that yet. That is fucking. Because we're not Canadian, I don't even know what the fuck blue. Michelob Blue. We uh, yeah, Molson. I don't know. I drink Gansett. He's got Gansett. Yeah, blue Light is Molson. No, it's not. I've never even heard of Blue Light. Yeah, are, are the Bills going to move to Toronto? <laughs> I think that all the time, yeah. He owns the Sabres too, right? Well, your, your dollar goes further there, so he's buying like the Bills on like 25% on the dollar, you know? Toronto. But what does Buffalo have? What market is that for us? Wegmans. I just feel like Buffalo is a weird place for an NFL football team aside from a city. Right. Half a Connecticut. But I hate Canadians so much that, like, why the fuck? They don't care I about football. I, de- I did like that <laughs> Toronto mayor who's dead now. Rest in peace. The crackhead guy? He died? <laughs> he did. The guy passed away? Oh, he's dead all right. He's dead. I just saw that coming, but you hate to see it, really. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Wilson. <laughs> but it's also one of those things, like, oh, if he dies, you're like, oh, okay, that's reasonable. Is yeah. Ralph Wilson dead or alive? How dead? Like three years, six feet under. He was he was dead. <laughs> he looked dead before he died. Correct? He was, we wanted him to die so badly because he just You heard it here first, folks. Did did we think it was disrespectful that he owned the team, started the team, sold the team, died, and then they ripped his face off the stadium in seconds? No, no, he you got that backwards. He died and then he had a trust that 
said that they'd sell the team, and he actually did something pretty cool. Is all the money from the sale of the team went into like trusts for the cities of Buffalo and Detroit because that's where he's from. The D. So like, uh, yeah, the D. Set them up. So it's like there's all these like grants and shit people can get for the money from the sale. He didn't have any family to give it to. They probably really. They wanted that money. They must have got a lot of money then. What? He probably he probably had a couple bucks stashed get away the, for him. Get those Jim <laughs> Kelly bucks. <laughs> I'm guessing. So, but they ripped his name right. off the stadium within minutes. Yeah. They don't like Bon Jovi. <laughs> Who sponsors the Bills? Like, what's the Bills? New Era. New Era? Hats. Oh, cool. Zubas should, uh. Zubas, yeah. <laughs> Zubas and fucking plastic tables. Who knows? And, uh, yeah, and, and, and folding tables. And, uh, tailgate. All right. Let's, let's call this right now, and then we'll come back after the game and, uh, finish this off. So, final prediction you got the Bills losing. I know, the Bills guy has the Bills losing. Su- superior right. fandom wins out. Pats win 17-14. I got the I got the Pats winning 27 or 28 to what 25 whatever they win by three. How are they gonna get 25? 23-17 Buffalo. Oh, okay. All right, bye guys. Well, didn't you already pick? You already said they lost. Can you jump higher in those pumps? All right, good. All right, go Pats. That was some interesting audio. Bill's Mafia actually brought it. I I was a f- uh, fan of having them on. They they fucking saved it because Frankie and I didn't have anything planned and like I said, no energy. Uh, his wife was there. She wasn't gonna come on the. Uh, she has a serious job. She's not gonna come on the podcast and fuck around tell dick jokes with us. So I didn't th- I didn't think that was gonna happen. But Frankie was uh, he wasn't his normal self. Didn't have the energy that I needed. He. Uh, he made pulled pork. That's all he wanted to talk about, um, and it was, it was starting to get frustrating. He he had, he had the the pulled pork thing, and he was talking about it for about I don't know. Probably he told me the night before that he started it, and he's talking about how many hours it took. And I, enough with the pulled pork. We get it. Um, anyway, so there was an interesting um, article. I want to see you, Malcolm Goers, uh, go and read. It's on ESPN Boston. Uh, if you search Bill Belichick, you'll see it'll be the first thing that comes up. It was a write up. It's called the Oral History. Of Bill Belichick, it was um, so it's basically his ex-coaches, friends, um, players from Cleveland, uh, the the mostly the Patriots, um, and anybody you know from from his past that came in and gave oral accounts of of Belichick, basically to make him look, I don't know, ESPN threw him a bone and basically made him look more human because everyone loves to make fun of him for being this. Uh, zero personality zilch that nobody wants to talk to uh, and and is really just an asshole to the media and everyone hates but I think it's very interesting a few a few um, I got a few quotes here I wanted to read before we play the uh, post game uh, tailgate so the GM of the Browns uh, Phil Savage he was an assistant under Belichick Saban might be the greatest college coach ever and I can honestly say in the last eight years at Alabama I have never once seen him tired, but in Cleveland, under Bill, he'd go slump down against a wall and stutter. I gotta get out of here. I can't function anymore. Bill could outwork us all. So, this guy, you're talking about the greatest head coach in college football history. Bill's outworking him. Going, he's getting to the office earlier than everyone, leaving after everyone. 
He's fucking. He has an all star, uh, fucking cast in 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 Cleveland. It's really a ridiculous, uh, rundown of the the coaches' names. Saban. You got Saban. Um, obviously like the leader of that. One of the biggest coaches of all time. Easily the best. Probably the best college coach of all time. Then you've got um Scott O'Brien. Then you have um, what's his name? Jim Schwartz. They really had a ton of talent there. Uh, Kirk Ferentz, the Iowa head coach, also was there. And uh, this guy, Savage, is, is, is making, him, making Saban seem like a, a little child. Belichick's just pushing him into the ground. There's so many good quotes in there and how he was coaching that Cleveland Browns team and how had Cleveland not decided to move in 95, that 96 would have been the 2001 Patriots, basically, because he had that team on that track. And finally, the... His uh his program had come to fruition, and that he was going to make two th- or ninety six, basically the two thousand one Patriots. Now he wouldn't have had Tom Brady, so you don't know what what would have happened. Um, so John Robinson, he's a Patriot scout two thousand two two thousand nine, um, and then he was the director of college scouting two thousand nine thirteen. After my daughter was diagnosed at six with type one diabetes, a week later on my desk there was a little teddy bear with a Belichick hoodie on it, and he had written a little note. I know this doesn't cure it, but just something for Taylor to know we are thinking about her and praying for her. She knew it was from Coach. She named her Bear Hoodie. So, again, attempting to humanize him, but it just shows you that even with all the football and outworking everyone, he still remembers everyone around you and uh, realizes, you know, what's happening in family lives and that that's more important from everything. So he's he knows not only about the team and the players you're playing against, but he also goes out of his way to know about all the players' families. There's a good note in there. Adam Vinatieri says because during all these meetings, they'll say, "Coach, uh, coach will ask, say it's Malcolm Butler. Say Malcolm Butler, uh, who's who's your um, uh, who's the wide receiver on this play." And he'll say, what number is he? What college did he go to? Uh, what does he like to run on third and long? What, what's, his, what's, his, um, what's his route tree like? What's his, what's his route on a play like this? Keep going, Tony. We get it. Um, so anyway, he'll, um, keep, he'll do that. And instead, Venetari said that he'll also ask you a player's wife's name on the team. A ki- um, one of the, what are his kids' names? So he's very involved with not only that, but also with family life. So here's a good one. John Harbaugh, we all know him, Ravens head coach. Bill called our owner at like 3 in the morning to recommend me for the Ravens job. I was just really grateful, and I couldn't believe it. I called Bill up and thanked him right away. He just said, ah, don't worry about it. Should have had a job three days ago. Well, John, hey, 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 way to say thank you, bud. Uh, Fucking by making, helping make up a fucking story of Deflategate, how about just saying thank you? Don't fucking rat on Bill Belichick and try and get him fucking fined or get the team fined and then get the the rules that he just beat you with thrown out of the NFL because you're fucking a sore sport that doesn't know how doesn't know the rules like him. Uh but instead, you know, that's what you'll do because that's what fucking uh you and your brother are up to. You fucking just take things for granted even though Belichick gets you a job. You fucking made him look like an asshole in front of everyone with completely false allegations. Perfect. Uh, Kevin Falk, you all know him. When he, when he first got to New England for almost three years, I'd see Bill in the hallway going to breakfast at the facility. 
Now, I'm from Louisiana. I don't care who you are. I'm going to say, good morning. How you doing? How's everything today? But for the longest time, I'd walk past Coach Belichick, say, good morning. And I'd get nothing back. Nothing. I'd say, good morning to him for years. Then one day, I said it, and he finally looked up and said, morning, Kevin. And so I reached out, and I stopped him. And I was like, whoa, whoa, Kevin, what are you doing? What's wrong? I said, you said good morning. Do you know how long I've been saying good morning to you? You haven't said a word. He just said, oh, Kevin, my bad. Walks away. It's classic. Rick Venturi, another, another coach from Cleveland. When you get a guy like Brady that late in the draft, that's just lucky. But the Patriots kept four quarterbacks in 2000, which is pretty rare. So maybe the brilliance wasn't in drafting Brady, but in re Bill's recognition right away that he had something special when no one else knew it. So I love that quote. So Belichick keeps four quarterbacks. He's been, in the last few years, been keeping only two. So that shows you that Bill knows what he had in Brady. He, um, that was no mistake. I mean, they knew Brady was going to get eaten up in waivers. Somebody was going to grab him immediately. Um, would he ever been the same player without Belichick? Doubtfully. But he's a legend nonetheless. But Bill, that's such a great... Uh, a great note from Rick Venturi. Next one from Akib Tlaib. I love Akib Tlaib. Once in, once in practice, Brady threw a seam ball that was intercepted, and Bill, man, he chewed Tom out. You got to say it with swagger if you're going to be Akib. And man, Bill, he chewed Tom out, saying, you got 130 career interceptions, or whatever it was, and half of them are on his route. You keep doing the same shit over and over, and this is what happens. Right then, you know two things about the Bills and Bill Belichick. Everybody is treated the same. You better get your shit together. I just want to say prayers up to Akib. He, he shot himself in the ass. Got to respect it. Plaxico Burris. You know, if he was in fucking New York, he'd be going to jail. Fuck, he was in Dallas. And also, Akib, why'd you bring a, a gun to the strip club? A um, couple questions for Akib. When, when I have him on the podcast, we'll ask. Um, Matt Castle, a guy that Belichick made a zillion dollars for. Um, my rookie year, I got crushed in the back by a corner blitz against the Giants. We're playing the next year in the last preseason game. He asked me, okay, Castle, what front do they like to bring a corner blitz from? I had looked up the night before, anticipating it. I said, coach, it's an over. And he goes, Brady? Well, you know immediately when he goes to the next guy, oh, no, oh, no. And Brady says, an under. And then he goes, Brady's right. I don't want to have to send your mother another note that says, dear Mrs. Castle, we regret to inform you that your son got killed being a dumbass. So basically... Again, that was just another note of how um, how he, he tests his players and basically makes sure that they know everything before the game. They have to know, play, like again, players' wives, players' college, uh, what they if they broke any records. They won trophies in college. This guy, the Heisman winner, is uh, this guy fucking uh, an accused rapist. I don't know. They have all these all of these little notes, and um, it was really a good read, and I recommend it highly. So uh, why don't we kick right in? We'll do a um, we'll do the post game audio, which was a little bit more of a disaster. Frankie kind of just decided to uh, go in on this one guy. Frankie had a few too many uh, sodas during this game, and um, a, a Bills Mafia fan came over to just listen. And Frankie had to get him uh, involved in the podcast, and the guy was a dudderoo. So uh, let's listen to that. And all right, we're back after the game. Post game, big loss to the Buffalo Bills, who circled the wagon, who circled the wagon to beat the Pats today. Uh, 
shut out, really. They were shut out by the fucking Buffalo Bills. Well, here's a couple points for the game. Jacoby Brissett played like absolute dog shit. He is hurt. He's got the hurt thumb, but they didn't let him throw over the middle fucking once. They threw to the outside and threw screen passes into the flat consistently. They didn't do anything to stretch the field. You were, you were trying to get 204 lit, and it was not working. You, you had too much. You had zero points today. Fucking Goskowski missed another field goal. That's the second miss of the year. He he's got full he's got full seasons without missing, and now he's missing consistently. It's starting to drive me up a wall. I right, give me something. Cyrus Jones. Can we talk about Cyrus Jones for a while here? Frankie thinks it's Sirius Jones. He's a Harry Potter character. Okay. T- Stop taking over the podcast. The very he- first time, the very first kick of the game, you're on the one-yard line, right in the end zone, Realize that the one-inch line can't kneel, comes out, misses, goes to the five. Second kickoff, he, re- he returns it from the eight yards deep, gets to about the six-yard line. No reason to do that. Third... He was our yeah, you're an idiot then cuz he's our he was our top draft pick this year out of Alabama. He was drafted to be our third he was drafted to be our third corner or our second corner when Logan Ryan leaves or and then he was going to be always the punt returner cuz he dominated punt returns in Alabama. He can't fucking catch. Catch the ball. Did he? No, he shouldn't be doing anything. They should be just. He should be. When he fair catches, he should catch it. That's the thing. He when you fair catch it, you shouldn't let the ball hit the fucking ground and luckily fly up just straight up in the air. But this isn't. This isn't a game just Buffalo. This isn't just the Buffalo game. The entire year he's been dropping the fucking ball. He's dropped like three punts. He fumbled twice last week against the Texans. Luckily, both of them recovered by the Pats. Not. I don't care about Jacoby Brissett. I don't care about Jacoby Brissett anymore. I don't want him to ever play again with the team. You know, I we knew that one week was a, a it was it was a phenomenon. There was nothing left. Yeah, I, I said, this. what did he do? He didn't do anything last week except for he made that one really good run, but he didn't throw. The Buffalo Bills ran right at him and just fucking played the same uh, defense they'd play on Brady. I don't care about Rex Ryan. Brady's going to put up 30 on him. Easy. In Buffalo. Shut it down. He's going to make Billy. He barely. He shut out. A fucking third-string quarterback who was getting fucked couldn't he? He was taking six, six seconds, seven seconds to throw or not throw at all. Yeah, we could say that, but we. There's no pride in beating a third-string quarterback with a fucking dislocated thumb. 
three and one. Brady's coming back. He'll be back uh, 12:01 tomorrow morning. He's gonna be in the fucking gym doing push-ups, eating TB12 granola. Yeah, he's gonna be lit. He's gonna be. If you don't think he's gonna be the first person in the facility tomorrow, you're gonna be out of your mind. Top tan ball sack. He's, we were looking at that those earlier. How about those hammies? Golden hamstrings. Unbelievable. I no, she was in a thong bikini, and uh, I'll be honest, her ass looked a little flat for the kid. The kid likes them big, and. I will, no, I'm not saying that I don't like supermodels. I'm just saying that I like a bigger ass. I'm not going to say, Giselle, you're ugly. I think she's very pretty. And I'm, ve I'm very respectful to Tom and his wife. No, I didn't say that. It's not my type. No, it's my type. I think she's everyone's type. I think I'd be happy to have her. I wouldn't kick her, kick her out of bed for eating crackers or anything like that. I don't get what that means. Who eats crackers in the sack? Katie? Katie eats crackers in the sack? Frankie made Katie so mad in the stadium. Frank, well, no, but you were ugly in the stadium. I feel like your 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 entire demeanor today at the game was off. You were trying to be friends with everybody's crew. I didn't understand it. You were with most Bills fans. I was dead. I I had no electricity in my body whatsoever. Ooh. Ooh, burn. I couldn't get into the game. I got into the game on third down. I stood on D. I always stand on D. I stood on D, had the flag out. Katie, where's the flag? Oh, it's behind me. Uh, so I stood on D. The fucking offense had no electricity. You're supposed to be quiet for offense no matter what, right? And Jacoby's out there, and we're getting nothing. They fucking bring Edelman in. That gives a little bit of bump to the to the squad, and all of a sudden he runs to the left side, gains a yard, gets blown out of bounds, fumbles. Then they, I was like, what is this? Why are they running a stupid wildcat? Let's There's fucking... No, like, whatever you're just, like, mumbling right now is no excuse. It had nothing. Bored. The team bored me today. There was nothing. To watch the game. There was no energy in the crowd today. I. Yeah, but you didn't help to it. All you did, you were, you were part of the problem, not you weren't fixing it. No, I didn't fix it. I didn't try and fix it. I was sick of it. I had nothing left. The game was dead to me. I had nothing left. I mean, either way, we weren't going to win. It looked like shit the whole game, but still. I live. This grill is just blow, bellowing smoke in my face. The entire time, this grill has just been bellowing smoke in my face. I haven't been able to concentrate. Now we're good. All right, hold up. So, look, I'm going to tell you why I was upset. The whole fucking offense was non-existent. They didn't have any trick plays. Like, they didn't do any misdirection. Oh, they, yeah, they did, Tony. Actually, they had Julian Edelman come in and embarrass the entire organization. New, New, all of New England when he ran this fucking uh, wildcat offense. It was awful. I, I wanted to throw up when I saw it. Frank, he ran to the left side, didn't hand it off, got three yards, fumbled. Yeah, exactly. It was terrible. There's nothing, nothing special. They didn't run one Edelman sweep. 
And the only things that worked today was any pass to Martellus Bennett. I, I, I bet he had, I'm going to bet he, he had 70, he probably had 60% of the yards the Patriots had today. I don't know. It's partly, it's, it's partly him, it's partly the, the team. They don't want to run him over the middle without fucking Brady throwing it to him. They know fucking because Jacoby throws it high, and they're going to send him in on a fucking ambulance fucking route. So he's going to go over there, and he's going to run a slant pattern. They're going to throw it high, and some fucking Jerry... I don't think that's true. It is true. They're holding him back for some other reason than... No, they're not. They're not. They're holding him back because they don't trust any backup quarterback with him. He's he has a separate set of rules. He has a separate set of rules when it comes to say, when it comes to his health. Literally any other team. Yeah. He does. Yeah, they threw one pass to him. It was a good pass. Gronk made the play and then went out of bounds. It was nothing. Nothing else. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember now, but Gronk went out into the flats at the end there, had a wide open in the in the in the uh, in the flat, and uh, Jacoby Brissett completely missed him, and I think it was fourth down, and it just completely missed him and didn't see him at all, so we turned it over on downs there. It was at the end of the at the end of the game when our last drive, he he forced it over the middle. You know how like they do that guy. Oh, that's good for another Patriots first down. I heard that two times today. It's just awful. We just had a really fucking bad game, especially at home. You hate to see it. The Buffalo Bills fans come in and clown us like that. And they hate it. Yeah, but you haven't seen much uh, Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo Bills running around telling them how they circle the wagon. They, clearly, they circle the wagon. Frank, the gas doesn't go down, Frank. You're going to catch on fire. It doesn't go down, I'm, I'm telling you. Frankie's trying to shut the gas off, and it's just disaster. Here's somebody circling the wagon. No, no, no. I just I heard circling the wagon. Jack, you want to be on the podcast? You're on the podcast. Where's your name? John. He's got to talk to the mic. John. John, nice to see from you. I I I don't know why he came over. I just can we talk about the podcast? Are we doing an interview here? Yeah. I honestly, did you see the Buffalo Bills having a chance to win that game today? Well, I didn't think they blanked the Patriots. Nobody did, but. Jacoby Brissett completely shit the bed today. Fact or fiction? Fact. Fact. Bum. Uh, so when Tom Brady comes back next week, I mean, I saw already that Rex is rubbing it in. He said we're on to L.A. Uh, he's on to L.A. talking all this garbage. Is Rex too big for his britches already? Yes, he is. Elaborate. Not every Bills fan loves Rex Ryan. I don't think anybody likes Rex Ryan. I think the Bills have run with the Rex... Ryan has uh, left the building here. I think that they're all finished with him. Uh, I don't think there's anything you could do. He just. I think the fact that the Bills want Tom Coughlin. Is that a fact? I think it's a fact. Tom Coughlin's 75 years old. That's fine. Bring him in. He's going to bring in Tom Coughlin. I don't know. Tom Coughlin's had a lot of success against the Pats, but Rex Ryan, he only he plays he plays his best game. He saves it always for the Patriots, and then just is a dud the rest of the season. Fact or fiction? Absolutely fact. Fact. So, thanks for stopping on the podcast, Bills Mafia. Hashtag. 
Listen to the Malcolm Go podcast. He's got a Bledsoe jersey. Why did you let that happen? He was like a scarecrow. I, his scarecrow and then the dad. It was like a. Guy's a stiff. Give me some energy from Buffalo. I need a little fucking energy if you're going to come over to the fucking podcast. So we got cowboy burgers, and they seem to be a disaster right now. They're falling apart on the Coleman. Oh, what? So, three. we're still sitting pretty with Tom Brady coming back tomorrow money. And everyone seems to be healthy. Ninkovich is coming back because they need a fucking pass rush. Like, fuck. They're celebrating. They're in the fucking stadium still. They're still they're doing sellies in the fucking uh, in the stadium. But honestly, the pass rush needs to fucking seriously perform. Everyone was sick. Nobody cared about this game. There was no there was no atmosphere. Everyone everyone was satisfied. Yeah. Partially, I think everyone was satisfied with going winning three games with backup quarterbacks. Three and zero. Three and one with two backup quarterbacks. I think everyone had us at three and one anyway, but the, the no everyone. Ha- I think everyone had us at three and one, but they had the loss being in Arizona. Yeah, so I don't think it's that big a deal. Obviously, it's not that big a deal. L- to lose to a division rival is tough. Losing to Rex Ryan always sucks. Uh, it doesn't happen so often anymore, but, I mean, that Rex Ryan defense is not good. Uh, Brady would have ate that up. I mean, fucking, I mean, what's his name? Brissett was taking five, six seconds to make any decision. You sit there and you just hear people saying, throw. What's the problem with these... These college quarterbacks come in like that, and they want to run immediately. First, they say, I don't have a the, the first wide receiver is not open. Let me run. I'll pull down and run it. Surprise. The one, that was the only time that we had a chance to get in the game. What was it, 14, or it was 13 nothing, and we, and fucking Brissett's running up the middle, fumbles it. I was. It gets drilled in the. It was because they had no other fucking the. The one big offensive play we made was the uh, Bennett on that long bomb, and then fucking uh, Jacoby decides he's gonna fumble it. He just wants to run up the middle like he's gonna take out uh, Jerry Hughes, whoever it was. It's just what happens. It is a winning. Pre- they're three and one. They're in ahead of the division by two games or one game now because Buffalo's got two wins. But it's just a sickening loss. But you 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 had to think that there was a chance they were going to lose today. I I was. Wow, nice language. You can't say that talk. 
was like, oh, it's like encouraging him. Like, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't. You're a loser. You like, like, you like to build, and then I just want to punch his face, and now I want to punch his face. You were best friends with him. After the game, I mean, after the podcast, you went over and were like hugging and playing, and then you couldn't stop talking to him. I was goofing with him, like, hey, this guy's playful, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to kick the shit out of him. It's, it's, it's going to be no big deal. So if the Patriots win, you don't mind. Right, exactly. That makes no sense. If the Patriots win, like, I'm boys with him, that's fine. If, um, if they lose, we have to kill him. He deserves to die. Well... I think we all had the Patriots. He was blonde. Blonde being blonde as a guy is that's like you you have like somewhat homosexual from the start. I think. Um, I do that with blue eyes as well. So you had a you had a neck down on being gay as well. I think that you had uh, gay tendencies from the start with those blue eyes, and I think that the Buffalo Bill fan would have beat you to death. If given the chance, in his in his in his pumps, he was wearing 90, 1992 Patrick Ewing pumps. I think he would have broke your he would have broke your leg with a, a fucking roundhouse. Should we talk about how you made your girlfriend cry and try and fight you in the stadium? Major, major blunder from Frankie. What did you say? You said you don't do enough for the house. You're trying to move. I'm trying to make a You're trying to move houses. And uh, you get obsessed with the first house you see. Said, we're moving tomorrow. I'm going to get pre-approved. Yeah, Katie said something. And then what did you say? I said, hey. Uh, you don't do enough. You don't, do, you don't have your name on it, so don't worry about it. And what's, what's a fucking mistake? Which is mistake true. from the jump. Wow, look at the backtrack. Somebody was tough guy. Somebody was tough guy in st- What did you want to say? Bruce. Bruce. This is a serious mic. This- Spruce, Bruce. Uh, just listening. Just listening. Um, so, Frank, if you want to talk to the... Uh, how does Bill's Mafia feel about the big, big W today? Oh, I don't speak for them, but uh, they must be in the zone right now. Is not everyone? Is not everyone Bills Mafia? I thought that was the name of the fan base. Oh no, that's a generic. Uh, they paint that. Uh, no comment. No. They paint that. They paint that story. It's not how it is. It's not everywhere. No. All right. I did say how. So. The squad had a big W today. Do you think Rex Ryan will uh, masturbate to this victory in, to, in the visitor's locker room? Loaded question, but yes. 100% he's going to show up. He already is talking heat. I'd be jerking off right now. He's probably talking so much shit about uh, there's bugs in the locker room. He's sweeping for bugs. He, I, I actually like Rex. I would like Rex as a D coordinator. Do you like Rex, really? I don't hate Rex. I think he's a little you're bit silly moron. at the times, but... You're a moron. He's an idiot. If you like him, he's a moron. You're a moron. You guys are morons. Yeah. He's my brother. I... I so, what do you feel? You got nothing you're just going to come in? Feel hot. Hot. Hot and heavy. Coming with no content. Hashtag content. Hashtag I, Bruce the 
Bruce is not in I don't know why the propane is on. Classic. We give Katie one job. Katie gets one job. We're blowing all the propane. We're freezing up the propane tank. Tell us more about the bills. Thanks, bud. Bruce comes over, saves the day from a fire. We got no more time left. We're gonna, we're gonna, huh? Connecticut. He's a Connecticut Bills fan, and uh, we're leaving. We we're gonna call it there. All right, Frankie's getting fucking aggressive. So we're gonna talk about it. Whatever. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. This is the Malcolm Go live. Pats lose to Buffalo Bills. Tom Brady's back tomorrow. Kisses. Kisses from Bruce. Uh, oh, well, you're fucking aggressive as well. All right, bye. Later. Okay, that was a bit of a disaster as well. So, look, I've been, I was listening to that as I was, as I was doing a little bit of editing, and I realized I say, uh, constantly. I'm going to try and fix that. I'm not a polished radio master, as you guys know, and now that's all I'm thinking about doing is going, uh, uh. And now I realize that we went really long, so I'm going to get to it. The Cleveland's lookout for this game, they got no weapons. They have no quarterback. They have a decent running game, but very weak defense. They're starting like 17 rookies, five first-year uh, first players, and Tom Brady's coming out there with his fucking head on fire. Honestly, I honestly don't think that they would lose if they were paying, playing the Patriots' 2007 offense and the 85 Chicago Bears defense. I'm excited to see how Cleveland moves around prior. I know Belichick loves him. There's a lot of stories this week about how he was uh, trying to sign him, trade for him, and now he seems to be reaching his potential in Cleveland. At least he had one game, and everyone's talking about it. But um, they got nothing that they in the you know in the in the passing game. I'm not worried about them at all. I mean, they're gonna probably try some tricks with Terrell Pryor, but uh, Brady's gonna throw. I mean, he's going to be sloppy at the beginning, and he's going to throw at least three touchdowns. That's the easiest bet of the day. Patriots are 10 points favorite. Vegas is giving money away because they're going to win by at least 17, more likely 20. Um, I think that there's going to be nothing but passing here on out. I think LeGarrette Blunt is going to be virtually useless for the from here on out in the season unless, you know, they're up big. But I think that Gronk's going to be in there. 100%. If he's not, then you know something's wrong with that hamstring. But I don't th I don't expect it. I think everyone's going to go full bore, and I think Brady's going to launch at least four touchdowns in this game. My prediction is Patriots 41, Browns 9. I think the defense is coming to play. I think everyone's fucking jacked up to get the return of the king, the king in the north, Tom Brady. So, again, we'll see you next week where we uh, break down the Cleveland Browns game and look forward to the week after that. Until then... Follow me on Twitter at Malcolm Gopod and at Brady Disciple. And if you want, send me some emails, MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. Ask me some questions. Be on the podcast if you want. I don't give a fuck. All right. Until then, go Pats. <laughs>
receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.